a senior expo, legislation to address the opioid crisis, and a bill to protect small businesses from crushing regulation on this PA House podcast with State Representative Todd Polinchok of the 144th Legislative District in Bucks County. Representative Polinchok, welcome to another report to your constituents. This week, we'd like to begin by talking about a recent senior expo that you had. I understand that a lot of people got to come out, you got to meet a lot of folks, and it was a great opportunity to kind of give people an overview of what's going on. Talk to us about your uh, first senior expo. Well, I will tell you, it was my first one, so we weren't sure, you know, the turnout we were going to get. We were very pleasantly surprised. We had just under 300 seniors come out to learn about what was going on in the community. We had some really good guest speakers. We had our local district attorney, and we also had some folks from Bucks County Consumer Advocacy, you know, just to keep seniors from getting caught in the traps and pitfalls of scammers and things like that. We also had a ton of vendors, which gave out great, useful information. We had veteran service officers to help senior veterans, and it just was a really really good day, a lot of high energy, and I like to think that we we gave our seniors something of value that day. It's a good thing to get out and meet the folks in the community. Uh, Another thing that you recently participated in and really got started with is uh, your first piece of legislation, uh, House Resolution 216. This deals with an opioid task force dealing with our opioid issue in the state. Talk to us about why you got involved with this and then what your legislation does. Well, as everybody knows, the opioid epidemic is everywhere. It touches everybody. It touches all demographics. It touches all levels of wealth and poverty. And I had a dear friend from high school whose her son also died of an opioid overdose. And I just couldn't sit around and watch this happen. So I partnered up with Representative Doyle Heffley, who has another companion bill on it. And my bill basically established a warm handoff task force that we put together about 30 minds from across the industry of opioid recovery folks to counselors to therapists to law enforcement to district attorney offices to treatment facilities to ER doctors and nurses just we just wanted to get the best minds together and put them in a room and have them come up with a report that they'll give to the joint commission that we will be able to go back with and hopefully save a bunch of lives in the future and one of the things you you said here it's a warm handoff bill a lot of folks don't understand what's going on with that in, in treatment and from my understanding, one of the problems is is that you'll go in, you'll get some treatment, and then suddenly you're put back into the community where you were using. You're not handed to the next person in the step in the line. So this would actually kind of uh, connect the dots, wouldn't it? Absolutely. And often it's even more basic than that in, in the fact that someone will revive someone with using Narcan, and two days later they have to go revive them again. So we wanted to, to stop that break in the chain. We wanted to be able to say, okay, We've got this person, we've, they've got a second chance. Now let's not lose that second chance. Let's get them to the next step. Our goal is to reach the five-year mark. The statistics show that at the five-year mark, 80% of recovering addicts can stay clean. So we don't want to stop at five years, but that's our benchmark or where we're trying to get to right now. So yeah, it's, it's the warm hand up is, hey, we're going we're gonna to get you through this process and you're not going to ever be alone in this process. And that's the reason for it. And the last thing we'd like to talk about, Representative, is some work you're doing to deal with the crushing effects that regulations have on our small industries all across our state. And I understand that you're working with some farmers here. Talk to us about your bill to save Tabora Farms. Well, thank you for bringing that up. Tabora Farms is a beautiful little farm and orchard in my district in Hilltown Township. And what they're having is issues with the uh, local government where they are doing all these festivals and things because small farms right now throughout Pennsylvania 
they can't make it on just picking apples and selling them. They have to do these little festivals. They have to do hay rides. They do things like Tabora does some, a firefly festival, which is wonderful that the kids absolutely adore. And what's happening is these farms can't stay in business unless they do these extra things. Well, we have a municipality that's putting a little bit too much pressure on. My goal is not to stop what local municipalities can do, but have a benchmark where these farms can still survive because I don't think any of us want that gorgeous farm to turn into a, a 300 townhouses. And, and with with this, I uh, understand you're introducing legislation here. Where are we at with that, and uh, and where do you think that's headed? Well, we have the co-sponsor memo out for it right now, and I have already 15 co-sponsors in the House. Everybody recognizes that these small farms need help. We should be introducing the legislation in the coming weeks. We're going to do it at the farm. We have a groundswell of over 15,000 people in the community that signed a petition to save this farm. So we're going to do our best to do that throughout Pennsylvania. It's, our, our small farmers need our help. Representative Polinchak, thank you for coming in and speaking to your constituents, and tune in for another PA House podcast with State Representative Todd Polinchak. Thank you so much for having me.